0: Good morning and welcome to Entrepreneurial Realities, the podcast of the Venture Labs of the Technical University Munich. My name is Svenja Enchermeyer and I am the Marketing and Business Development Manager at the Software AI TUM Venture Lab in Heilbronn. Our guest today is Katrin Redmann. She's the COO of the SAP Lab in Paris in France, passionate about leadership, sustainability, education and innovation. Katrin is a lecturer, speaker, and author, a startup mentor, design thinker, and entrepreneur. I had the great chance to meet her through an an innovation project and directly thought of her when asking myself whose life journey I would love to talk about. Katrin, welcome to Entrepreneurial Realities.
1: Yes, good morning, Svenja. How are you today? I'm
0: really nice, very excited. Uh, I hope you're well, too. Could you please quickly introduce yourself as well?
1: Yes, thanks a lot for the opportunity today to uh, talk to you. Um, my name is Katrin redmann I'm um, I'm trying to inspire, um, especially young people, and more especially empower young female founders and uh, young female uh, students in technology um, professions. So my um, inspiration always had been the, um, the possibility to hand, hand over your experience um, once you have, like me, now 25 years of SAP um, mm-hmm. experience. And before that, I was uh, employed at Yves Rocher, for instance, um, as uh, the team lead for marketing in uh, in the shop area for Yves Rocher in Germany. Um, before that, I had been in sales and um, also building up a database. That was my first um, employer who, who decided, uh, Katrin, um, after six months now, uh, you will be a profit center within our agency and you will build up a database that you have to sell also to, um, to uh, different um, customers and you build the sales funnel and you are independent. You get three people with you and then go. So this was my first startup uh, indeed in 1990 after just after fresh freshman after getting out of school out of university and um since that I'm passionate about uh, being working really independently trying to um to figure out what is important for the company and for myself where I am at the moment and where do I want to develop to and i think the essential essential thing is um never stop learning so um uh, i just finished um 3 years ago my executive leadership mba at manham business school and i'm i'm very glad that i made it because uh, you can imagine sitting still 9 hours um was really difficult after a couple of decennies um working and um Beside that, I'm a mother of two um, adult children now, and um, yeah, I have a lot of hobbies. I um, now I just uh, retook my piano playing. Um, I just bought a, um, a piano here in Paris, um, a very ancient one, and um, yeah, now I I retake my piano lessons and my piano playing.
0: Ooh, that's so nice! Um, you touched a little on it already with your motivation to continuously evolve and and learn more um all at the very first start a couple of years back uh, you started as a bank clerk and now you're COO what was your drive what what brought you there the motivation to learn more and what else
1: I think to stay curious and always get inspired by uh, a lot of sources of inspiration, not only the ones that that are nearby, but also get into um, areas like art, like music, like sports, mm-hmm. um, uh, get inspired by nature. Um, so um, that was my inspiration also um, that I gained while I had my... Um, Global Goals Meetup. Um, first, I started it like a, a voluntary um, thing after work, you know, once a month, and um, then afterwards um, it became more and more important also to SAP, and they asked me why don't you run it for us? And uh, for seven years, we we really received uh, three. Uh, young entrepreneurs um, or professors or people from industry who had a good uh, innovation idea to fill one of the gaps um, that represent the global goals. And um, this was quite successful Uh, in Corona. We switched to hybrid mode and uh, later also to digital mode. And yeah, it was um a source of inspiration. Each month you got a lot of uh, new ideas, fresh ideas, and um I tried to build a funnel for ideas for uh, for future founders and um and a platform for exchange, you know. And that was quite inspiring, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is one example of um how I I get um further, it's with collaboration and co innovation, I think. That's oh, the, Such
0: nice keywords. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, so for everyone in the audience that aims to have such a career like you as well, um, going a bit more into the entrepreneurial direction, um, which entrepreneurial characteristics would you say were most important for you during your journey? Especially when it got a little bit more, like, more I
1: think I never stop dreaming, and, um, and with the design thinking came also the the capability never stop at problems, but see them as a challenge and overcome them. And um, yeah. I get really the better the the worse the problems are, so I really try to to overcome these barriers that everybody meets in in life and in also in work life and overcome it and yeah get get out stronger and um, meet new people while solving things. Um, get inspired by impulses that uh, come to you and incorporate them in your in your career or in your um, success story that you would like to achieve. So what is essential as a base, um, you need to dream and you need to have visions. If you don't have a big vision for yourself, where do you aim it? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah,
0: fully, fully with you. Um, when you introduced yourself, uh, one really nice topic was the word female empowerment, and I would really love to talk about that a little bit more. Um, could you please explain us what you're trying to do with encourage wenches? What it is and uh, what you're doing there?
1: Yeah, uh, I've been asked by Encourage Ventures uh, Germany um, if I would like to build up a new ecosystem in in Paris and France um, aiming at... um, yeah, launching the encourage ventures um, as a European X. So the the potential here in Paris is huge. There are a lot of female entrepreneurs, female business angels, female startup founders, a lot more even than in Germany. Um, but we can we can merge both countries uh, for the female uh, um, entrepreneurial uh, um, entrepreneurship and. Um, then open also we try to open also the the knowledge base and to share the experience and um yeah have um, business angels from both countries um investing so we build bridges and um the aim is really to have um, the beginning of a european approach for female entrepreneurship in order to to increase the balance um, of investments that is still poor for female entrepreneurs, and um, the platform is um, is matching uh, female business angels with uh, startups where at least one co-founder is female.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What would you say was your key moment um, to actually start with it?
1: I'm I'm trying to um, to help. Um, my students in the in the university uh, you know that best <laughs> and uh, I try also to be in juries and to encourage uh, especially female founders but not explicitly um, how to pitch yourself how to know about yourself what are your strengths uh, what are your weak points and uh, how can you present yourself? Um, um, Adapting to different situations where you ask, um, what are you about, uh, Svenja? Where do you aim at? What is your project for the next year? What is your project in the next? Where do you see yourself in the next three years? Um, and then also, ah, you you founded a company. Uh, what is your, your target group? Uh, where do you want to aim at? Uh, which help do you need? So um, I do that, um, yeah. I would say daily, nearly, um, that people are approaching me and my network is built the way that it's a very trustful network. Um, So I didn't aim in LinkedIn to have uh, thousands of followers. That's not my aim, but to have a quality network and an exchange network. So it's like an open source of sharing experiences, contacts, and, um, and also, of course, knowledge. Um, yeah and my inspiration is that I always learn from each conversation, so you know um if you if you speak about a generation and uh, which knowledge does the generation that follows ours have um you are much more um fluent in the digital aspects of course and um on the other hand, I'm sure that um more experienced people can can always give you some advice. Um, perhaps about how to organize yourself how who to contact um, how to make plans and approaches and um, where to get sources of knowledge and um, so i think the most important is to merge both um, more generations um, i wouldn't I, I don't like the the um, categories of gen z and baby boomers and so on because i think um that's not the reality um you can't judge people by age or put them into into little boxes by ages um i think it's more important to to see the real um lived age of everybody and the the felt age that everybody has and that's has a lot to do with the mindset you incorporate and how agile you are agile you are and how curious about others and um never stand still that's my motto yeah stay stay in movement always oh that's so nice uh, maybe a follow-up question to that especially in corporates uh,
0: when it comes to the topic innovation what difficulties or like obstacles do you see there when it comes to being agile and acting agile
1: um I see myself as an intrapreneur, so I'm always trying to do the best for SAP, for the company I work for, um, for the colleagues, and um, um, I'm, I'm curious enough to to watch, observe what is outside um, SAP, what is in the ecosystem, which trends uh, are happening, um, and how, what are our responses to that. So what is what is the, the wishes of our customers, of course, of our partners, um, of the colleagues, and um, I try to combine all. So um, it's a lot about synergies. How do you um, how do you look for for new inspiration? Um, how do you look for efficiency and for for merging um, different. Demands that you get from different sides, and perhaps um, have the opportunity to to put them all in, in one inspirational innovation project, and then get a solution um, that is uh, new to all. So this is a little bit my approach: um, how can you um, create synergies and um, inspiration for with one thing for different people and for different um, wishes that you always encounter when you have a long life in a company um, so i'm I'm really now very inspired by the new um location by the new country by the by the new colleagues that I met here in paris and um of course, I'm a bridge builder, so I already started to build bridges um with um, outside in corporations but also uh within s a p um, the DNA, DNA is completely different here in in the labs in Paris. Um, if you see that a lot of different smaller companies had been bought and brought together in one uh, uh, in one tower uh, with uh, fifteen floors, so it's quite interesting. Uh, completely changing uh, atmosphere if you compare it to our headquarters in Germany. And um, for me, it's a source of inspiration. I can bring my my experience and my contacts. On the other hand, I get inspired by by the other DNA of a new culture, and that's quite interesting for me to combine and to to see um, to build new strategies and new goals. Also, what what do we want to achieve? Yeah, uh, with the labs in Paris, and um, who could be our partners and internally and externally? So mm-hmm. I build a new ecosystem from scratch. That's what wow. I love to do.
0: So inspiring. And when we talk about uh, building something from scratch and jumping back to the envisioning your dreams, um, which maybe, let's say, difficulties again, do you see, especially for female founders there? Mm, I
1: think it's, um, it's a question of acceptance. To see okay. female founders like serious partners in the market players mm-hmm. in the market um with perhaps other approaches than male founders in some uh, areas um but with a lot of patience and passion and yeah um perseverance uh, that is really unique, yeah. And if I see a couple of founders I know that also are also planning to have family and children, I really admire their courage because um, this is really brave. Yeah, um, And um, they have this attitude often, nothing can stop us. Um, we just go for it and we have our plans and our contacts and we will make it and realize our dream and there there's nothing about being against uh, male founders um, not at all uh, the only thing i would like to help with is um to increase the the part um, of of um successful startups that are led by women um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also get investments um in order to to have both sides um, of our humanity male and female and um yeah all all the other genders, of course. Yeah, like
0: ideas work so much better when they are complemented by so many individual mindsets fully with you. So which advice would you give uh, to every founding
1: interested girl out there? Um Start with yourself. Um, try to be sure about your own strengths and your vision. What, what are your dreams? What do you want to... Achieve and uh, be aware if that if you want to have family one day, uh, be aware um, to start soon enough to to have a, a base where you can lean on. And um, once you have your children, uh, be aware that um, if you take it serious with education and family, uh, it costs time and uh, you can't do both at one hundred percent. So you you need to to be clear. What is in which phase of your life um, the priority? And um, for me, it was always clear: the children are the priority. And despite that, I, for for phases in my life, I just try to uh, to keep the status, you know, and to to learn, continue learning. You can always learn. Nobody can prevent you from from reaching out to others and to to learn from them. Um, And now with the digitalization, you can learn 24 hours a day, (laughs) no problem. Um, Yeah, so what are your passions? What are your strengths and where do you want to go to? Um, Which ecosystem you can uh, rely on? Um, Yeah, that's, I think, the important things. And then um, have, of course, the idea where you believe in and uh, be patient enough to give it a chance never give up too soon Uh, but know also the moment when it's time to say to say goodbye perhaps to a product or a service that you wanted to offer the market and if it doesn't work um have always um plan b and plan c in your pocket
0: wonderful um that sounds like a lot of self-reflection um so maybe a little follow-up as well um I would be incredibly interested to know if you have any special techniques for that.
1: Mm, yes, um, um I have um, two different um, educations um, besides the the executive MBA that I'm running. Um one is um uh, Socratic design, so what what is your narrative um, of the past, what is the present one, and which narrative do you want to give yourself for the future, um, and then design this new narrative. Um, it has a lot to do with uh, philosophical le- lectures, with um, self-reflection, as you said, and it's a hard work. It's um, nothing where you get grades on the progress is not um constant so it's always um valleys and and hills and um how can you deal with this and um that's something i'm i'm running um for two three years now and the second one is um where is your sources of energy uh, individually for each one um how can you reveal these sources of energy and once you discover them how can you activate them once you need them so we always have sprints in life where we need to accelerate more and then also we need these breaks and um just get slower slow down you know and to have this sensitivity for yourself when when is it needed to get a lot of strength and uh, speed, in order to achieve certain goals, and then when is the right moment for you as an individual to, to slow down, to get your breaks, uh, to have your islands of resilience where you can really um, lower down and and be yeah take take breath in the in the right uh, sense of the of the word. To get new energy for for the next step and the next level, and this rhythm and flow, um, it's called We Flow the method. And um, I'm I'm just um, yeah I'm that short from getting a um, steward there, a trainer, and um, uh, try to help others to reveal this uh, potential. Um, and then you can also leverage this to to building the right um, powerful teams, and on the next level of of course also um, help organizations to um, to get their energy to discover their potential and um, of relaxation, but also of power. Such
0: valuable tips. Note that I will grab my pen and pencil afterwards, pen and paper. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll have soon, we'll have soon uh, end of September in Berlin, we we'll have a retreat on this. So if you're wow. interested mm-hmm. or if you want to, if you want to share it, um, that's uh, would be would be helpful.
0: Okay, everyone, absolutely. Sure. Well, we will uh, pack the link into the description. Um, then... Almost the last question already in your newly published book, Innovation Ecosystems. There is one chapter which says teamwork instead of selfishness. I love that. Um, from your perspective, what would you say is about that statement particularly important when it comes to innovation?
1: Mm. Uh, for me, it's, it's very clear that um, it's a little bit like with the energy thing. Um, for teams, you need to know who is in my team. So when, when we start a design thinking workshop or a lecture in, in a university, I always start with the people who are in the room. And that's the same for teams. Um, I think that's the essential thing also for managers. Um, you, you need to know the people who who are working with you. And it's the same for your mates at university. It's the same for your small team of a startup where every person counts so much because this is not a huge corporate where you can tolerate uh, anything. Um, In a startup it counts really every single hour and every single person with strengths and weaknesses. very important to know who is in the team and um, I think selfishness is really in smaller teams but also in bigger teams. It's it's like poison um, um, that that is really costing energy to the others because they need to compensate um, the selfishness of uh, one single person or several persons. So for me, it's really um, preventing innovation to flow in the right sense of the way. Because um, yeah, if you are fighting for who is presenting him or herself which way and why... And who is tactically trying to get some advantage on the on the shoulders of the others? Then you are not in the in the heart of of the uh, of the mission that you have in the team, mm-hmm. because then um, it's like distraction from the from the goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think somebody who's acting like this uh, should be. Should get a chance and um, should be feedbacked in the way right away and um, if it's not changing then um, it's not it's like an apple that is not good in the basket
0: What a great answer thank you. Um, any last thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners
1: yeah um I have for uh, for a couple of years now, I have the the proverb of um, of John F. Kennedy as a motto. It's um, uh, who, if not us, and when, if not now. Ah, love it! And with this, I would like to to end this <laughs> session with you. And it, it was, was really fun. a lot of fun. Thanks a lot.
0: thank you so so much and for our listeners um, entrepreneurial realities is available on major podcast platforms where you can find other inspiring presentations subscribe if you like this podcast and are eager to hear more give us a rating and let your friends know about us we look forward to hearing from you for our next entrepreneurial reality